Warning, we are a spoiler-based podcast. At times, we are also an offensive podcast. And we are most certainly a verbally explicit podcast. So if you fear for any of your delicate sensibilities, please back up now before you reach the point of no return. This is your final warning. Welcome to another in a long string of endless episodes. Here is the next episode of Cinematic Anarchy. And uh, with me tonight, we have our standard crew. We have Miss B. Hello. And we have Mr. Omar. Hello, hello, hi. I'm standard and automatic. Okay, standard and automatic. Yeah, do you drive shift? Yeah. I think I'm more shift than automatic. I'm a little, I'm a little hard to handle, but uh, in all honesty, if you learn the right shifting technique, we're good. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. Yep, 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 yep. So, we're going to go ahead and start our podcast uh, today with a pitch storm. We're going to do the flip that we've been doing uh, recently. And I've already picked out the cards because I think we're going to short sheet the hell out of this fucking podcast today because everybody is just wiped out. Uh, yeah. We're all we're all in COVID brain mode. I want to die. Oh. O- okay. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, but I, I I'm slowly dying inside. Oh. Oh. Well, it's that's agony. That's not good. Not at all. I am so tired. Well, yeah, you look, you look very tired. Wanting, wanting to die and being exhausted are, well, actually, they're very close, I suppose. Very close. Yeah, the eternal sleep. The eternal slumber. The okay. sleep that nobody can interrupt. So, our premise this evening starts in a gambling hall. Two scoundrels out to make a fortune meet the loves of their life at a funeral. And the two note, scoundrels. Two scoundrels. And the notes here, uh, it says, "What if the main character was a kid whose parents just died?" So that kind of fits <laughs> for the funeral. So I'm feeling the two scoundrels right. are actually going to find the loves of their lives, the spouses of the people that have passed away, having a dual funeral. And this kid is sort of the focal point of the movie. What's the name of that girl from... Uh, right, so I, want, I, want, I, I want some fucking, like, Miguel and Tulio from The Road to El Dorado type shit. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, I, I want those kind of little scoundrels. Fucking... Who do we want for it, though? I, I'm, I'm feeling... And then... Just because I want them to put on sort of a Michael Caine... 
and Steve Martin kind of performance from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, I would like to mm. see Clooney and Pitt team up. Okay, but it has to be a kid whose parents just died. Well, this I'm just saying, we're talking about two scoundrels that are out to make their fortune. The focal point is going to be the kid, right? But everything else is playing out around him. All right, all right. So for the kid that fucking, I don't know, gets recruited by George Clooney and who else? Uh, Brad Pitt. Mike, oh, Brad Pitt, okay. Well, (laughs) I'm either thinking George Clooney and Brad Pitt. I want the kid from Hereditary. Or maybe George Clooney and uh, Matt Damon? That could work. But I want the kid from Hereditary. The kid from Hereditary? The little yes. girl? No, the dude. the dude. I like the kid from the oh, old God, man. Who was that? Uh, shit, what was his name? We need names. I don't fucking know. My phone is on the, the, the tripod right now. Okay, well, I'm going to have to Google it now. With all the dead air. Awkward silence. <laughs> go to the oh Google. My God. Well, you guys, you guys talk what? while I go look up his name. I, I, I bet you, I bet you, I can find it faster. I, I like the kid. I like the kid from The Omen. You like the kid from The Omen? That's an old movie, though. For that, for, for that role. Uh, Alex- they remade it. Didn't they remake it or a series, something like that? I don't think so, no. Uh, Alex Wolf is the guy's name. The kid's name is Alex Wolf. If Miss B can hear me, yes. She's on mute, though. Because I believe her boy is talking in the background. Super excitedly. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. It's okay. Beto just had to get it out of his system. Like Tourette's. He just he had to yell at his buddies. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, oh, sorry. He's just yelling. They're not his buddies. Oh, he's just yelling at people in general that he doesn't know. At people in general. No, he, I'm pretty sure he knows them. Oh my god, he's the fucking... Can you hear this? I can hear him. Oh my god, he's the fucking mm-hmm. worst. Fredo, you they ta- can hear you. You talk so You're much on our, You talk so much on our podcast, you might as well be part of it. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, he, he, I believe he, he should. Has, he has opinions too about fucking episodes and shit and just nope, no, no, doesn't wanna Right. Wanna partake. I'm gonna fuck you up, bro. Okay, I'm going on mute. And okay. We are gonna let uh, Miss B go on mute while she uh lays her boyfriend out. <laughs> Yeah. So, I'm, seeing, too hard. I'm seeing two scoundrels. I definitely feel Clooney for the scoundrel with that weird pencil bar, that pencil mustache that he had. Uh, oh God, <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember. Was it uh, Leathernecks? He played in that movie Leathernecks? Leathernecks. Or was it Leatherheads? Leatherheads. 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 Um, oh, the, the kid that smokes cigarettes and two swigs of... Uh, of a little flask, wasn't it? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> that movie was crazy. Uh, okay, Heads so was George a- Clooney and Brad Pitt are out to make a fortune, and they're fucking using this kid, this little, uh, what's his name again? Alex Wolf. Alex Wolf. Motherfucker. I'm gonna fucking destroy you. So, 
Alex Wolf, anyway. his, his father died in a, a tragic accident. And they're having a double funeral for his father and his father's best friend. Okay. In the function hall. Had, had an accident together. In the function hall of the... the best friend to George Clooney and fucking Brad Pitt. I'm thinking this is a function hall of a casino <laughs> that Alex Wolf works in. Okay. So he managed to he managed to basically swing a little bit of uh, extra money to get the function hall for the funeral. And Brad Pitt and George Clooney are going to use him in some way. Well, this almost feels like an Ocean's Eleven okay, kind of so movie. Yeah, he sounds too much. Yeah, like you put fucking George Clooney in there. Right. We should maybe we should pull Clooney and put somebody else in his place. But. <gasps> Robert no, Downey Jr. Super- okay, okay. So I, I like. Hmm? Keep going. How do you like? I was saying Robert Downey oh Jr. instead of Brad and instead of okay, George Clooney. So, so I- it's a meal. There's a delay. And, okay, I think it's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, there's a whole delay with Miss B right now. I don't know what's going on. I like Robert Downey Jr. and Matt Damon. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> like the Chinese like the Chinese bad doves so Robert Downey yeah no Jr. I'd like to see uh, Robert Downey and Brad Pitt Robert Downey and Brad Pitt that might work I don't think they've ever acted alongside of each other yeah like ever I like, exactly. I like Robert Downey Jr. and Matt Damon for some reason hmm but um okay so I want I want them to be like their third best friend was fucking Alex Wolf's father, who they're doing the funeral for. And he knew where the fucking, like, their, his big stash was. I don't know. And fucking, but he's like the mastermind of some shit. Or, or they're like little missions or whatever fucking plays. Okay. They're, they're, they're stealing operations. He was the mastermind behind all of it. And they think that his son, you know gonna take on the family business and they try fucking like coercing him into it and fucking but like their whole mm-hmm. evil scheme behind it all is to find his father's treasure his stash and fucking book it what if the father actually used to be head of security for the casino and before he passed away he passed on something to his son that left him the floor plans to the casino which the head of security being his father, was actually looking to help these two scoundrels bypass security to make a big score. Mm. So they're trying okay. to employ Alex Wolf because they know that he has whatever book and or item that was passed down to him by his father that gives them all that access. Yes. Alright. I like this. I'm gonna fucking eat you. Huh. That was, uh... Anyway. That was Miss B talking to her boyfriend again. Uh... <laughs> just so we want to put that in context here. Just randomly just saying, I'm going to eat you is... You know. This is, <laughs> this is all audio-based. They don't know who you're looking at. They don't. Not at all. <laughs> So, I can't stand this fucking guy, you guys. 
No? No? Giving you trouble? No, no. He's the worst. Awful. Who plays... Can't stand him. Alex's, Alex Wolf's mother and or the mother of Alex Wolf's father's best friend? Not the mother, but the uh, wife. We need two people. Hmm. Moms. Okay. <clears throat> hmm. We're talking casinos. I like Sharon Stone. Meryl Streep. Sharon Stone is kind of old to be the mother of that kid. No, she isn't. Wait, How old is the, the mother kid? Of... She's Alex. like fucking 19, 20. Yeah. She's not yeah. too old. Um... I mean, my mom's 60. I'm 26. I'm seeing... I'm seeing Sharon Stone and, uh... Let's pull out an oldie, but goodie. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Juliet Moore. Oh, uh, no, I was thinking... <sighs> Who I like Juliet Moore. Lead actress from Some Kind of Wonderful. Uh, the one that... Two not, seconds. Ah. Not, not Leah Thompson, but the other girl. I'm trying to remember her name. Damn it. It's just not rolling off the top of my tongue. Or rolling off my tongue. But she hasn't been around in a while. Mm. We'll get her in a minute. We'll get 1987? Yep. Mary Stewart Masterson. Mary Stewart Masterson. There we go. Just bring somebody out that hasn't, like, you know, an 80s staple that just hasn't been around in a while. You know? Yeah. Ali Sheedy? Ali Sheedy? Ali Sheedy's looking kind of rough, though. I'm really hoping she's not listening. <laughs> oh, my God. She looks like she hangs, she looks like she hangs out around the shelter in Haverhill. That's... Meg that's, Ryan. Meg... Uh, has she gotten... Has she gotten rid of those inflatable balloon lips? <laughs> I don't know. She looks she looks sketchy. You're supposed to go for bee stung lips. You're not supposed to go for allergic to bees lips. You know who Meg Ryan looks nowadays? She looks like a Rusted Jenner guy that became a lady. What's his name Caitlin now? Jenner. It looks Caitlin. like Caitlyn. It looks like Caitlyn Jenner dressed like Meg Ryan. That's, that's, oh, that's horrendous. No, she doesn't. I'm looking at, okay, <laughs> I'm looking at Meg Ryan. Right now, hang on. Meg okay. Ryan 2020. All right, she doesn't look terrible. Well, I mean, the lips are still a little, like, weird, but. Well, she, she had, <laughs> okay. She had that work done, and she had the, the weird cat lady lips for a while. Yeah. Like, there should be a list. You of um, plastic surgeons that fuck things up so you know who not to go to? Molly Ringwald looks pretty nice, has aged pretty nicely. I Molly Ringwald, yeah. Yeah, let's use her. Demi Moore. Demi Moore looks, yeah. Okay, this was Meg Ryan last year. Meg Ryan... Meg Ryan from a distance kind of looks like Jennifer Grey now. There too. Hang on, let me see if I can pull that up. <laughs> and this is the part of the podcast where we're showing Oh pictures. my god, it keeps going away. We're showing pictures that nobody could possibly see on a podcast. 
And so, Meg Ryan. Right? This is all for our own humor that we're looking at pictures of Meg Ryan. Yeah, she doesn't look too bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looks like a normal grandma. She looks How about like Melanie Griffith. Oh no, don't do that. Don't look up Melanie that's Griffith. The, that's the one I was thinking about before. You don't want <laughs> you don't want to see current pictures of Melanie Griffith. Don't do it. Just don't. Well now I have to look it up. And now we have to look I'm already on Google. At yeah. one point she looked like she could have been uh she looked like she could have been Carrot Top's mom. It was <laughs> <laughs> Melanie Top. It, it was oh. bad. Oh, no. No, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's, n- no. That's no. not... Melanie Griffith looks a lot no. like Kathleen oh, Turner. No. Now. Uh, Melanie Griffith old looks like young Kathleen Turner. Anyway. Is that weird? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Melanie Griffith looks like what Kathleen Turner would look like if she would have been a hardcore crack addict at this age. Wow, we we took uh, some vicious swipes at popular female celebrities tonight. Well, uh, we we went at them. Female celebrities that were popular in the eighties, anyway. <laughs> Possibly a little in the nineties. Well, Kathleen Turner for her age doesn't look bad. She just got sick, and her voice sounds pretty rough right now. But she doesn't look bad for her age. Very true. Very oh. true. Oh. But Melanie Griffith, man, uh, wow! I'm gonna have to stick with my original Yikes. choice, Mary Stuart Yikes Masterson. Yikes on bikes, my guy! I, I think we stick with Mary <laughs> Stuart Masterson and, and Sharon Stone as the the parents or the 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 two women that these guys fall in love with. That works. Because they're slightly okay. older than I think both of them, aren't they? Well, if we're talking casinos, too, they look like the kind of ladies that frequent casinos, that hang around casinos. Molly Ringwald probably doesn't fit that bill. No, no. Not at all. Molly Ringwald kind of looks like the atypical mom right now. Like, she went from uh, yeah. like girl next door to mom next door. You know, that's... <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. housewife kind of thing. Yeah, not, not, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no, not at all. Uh, okay, but yeah, so, not the casino, the casino type. No, this is all. This is basically a casino robbery story. Yeah. No, well, we need to we need them to look like somebody that will hang around a casino in the way because it looks like the whole thing revolves around that that world. I'm feeling like these two guys are completely bumbling idiots the entire movie, and the the end of the film ends up with them getting arrested, but the two women are completely in love with them, and they're visiting them in jail. Yes. You know? And I feel like uh, Alex Wolf, even though he foils their plot, ends up robbing the casino himself. Yes. You're talking like that the end credits is him like chilling on a beach with... I don't know. Tessa Thompson. I, I, I feel I feel like the end credits should see him in his room with stacks of money and he's stuffing them into the box spring of his bed and he zips up a th- he zips up the side or something to that nature. Like it's like a sh- like a sheet or something that kind of zips almost like a futon cover. No, he 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 oh, puts like the sheet the the like and puts like a board on it. Or he could just something uh, 
on the floor too. Putting up a new panel of drywall over putting it in inside the wall of the house. That too. That too. There's all you know what? Why doesn't why don't we just have him put it all like in random places throughout the house? Just like the don't entire keep it all in one spot, just spread it out. The entire yeah. end montage, like the in, end credits are just like him putting money in different places. It's like a whole montage throughout the entirety yeah. of the end credits. Yeah. yeah. Spread it yeah. out throughout the house. Because the police will find one pack of bills and stop looking. Drops a little in the tank of the pack. toilet, you know. <laughs> Depend who, who lands on you, you know, they will either find all the money or just a little bit of it. Fair enough. I like that. I like that. And you should should show him, like, walking around, you know, by himself, just, like, kind of chuckling to himself. (laughs) Now, if we're gonna, if we're gonna have, I want somebody that runs the (laughs) casino. It's a guy near and dear to my heart, and he has, he has done, he has done casino roles before. We know who we're talking about here, right? I don't know who we're talking about We've got Sharon Stone (laughs) in this movie. Who else would be in a casino movie with Sharon Stone? Uh, Al Pacino and De Niro? Which one of them? Oh, come on! Cas- casino! Come on! The, thing, <laughs> the movie Casino! Uh, I, I'm sure that's not the only Casino movie she did. No, the movie Casino. Who who, okay. who was big in that movie with her? Well, you are Robert De Niro or Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci. Oy, oy, oy. Joe oh, Pesci. yes. Joe Pesci. I, I want him to Don't be like... Joe Pesci's role in the movie. I want him to be like eight heads in a duffel bag crazy in this. So, but what is his role? Just the random fucking uncle that just keeps popping up at like awkward times. He's like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm not doing anything. He's like carrying okay, some, so like, what, an axe so or some shit up from wait, fucking bat with. What Joe Pesci? What Joe Pesci? We want. We want Joe Pesci from with honors, or we want Joe Pesci from Goodfellas or Casino. Mm, no, I want Joe Pesci from Eight Heads like in a Duffel Bag. Mm. Have you seen that movie? I I think I have. I don't remember right now. Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. They were just walking around with eight heads in a duffel bag. The guy just wants to prove off his skills. And he was basically trying to collect on a, a bounty. Okay. Yeah. Part of to show bounty. proof that the guys that he just clipped those guys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I vaguely remember it, but I know I've seen it. Or uh, even him in the super. <laughs> that, was that, really, I saw. that was a really good movie. <laughs> the super was crazy. It was. Or we could take that next step and say Joe Pesci from My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that. Uh, I like that. Yeah, stop with the and Melanie. We'll have him play Vinny. See, I'm telling you, Melanie Griffith looks like Kathleen Turner just a few years back. Tell me she doesn't. Wait, that's Kathleen Turner? No, that's Melanie Griffith. No. Or Melanie no, Griffith. That's, that's me just with the gremlin filter. That's you? With the gre- oh, that's- <laughs> nah. uh, oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. You, did you literally just call her a gremlin? The main gremlins. Honestly, my favorite Melanie Griffith movie is uh, Cecil B. Demented. Oh, yeah. 
she, she's a great actress. She did pretty good back in the day. She just, I guess, you know, <laughs> you know. Cherry 9000, she did uh, Working Girl. She did a lot of movies. I guess Antonio put her through a few things. I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah. Antonio still so, came out looking pretty, though. Exactly. How you married somebody for so long and they look good and you look all roughed up? Well, she did all. She got all the work done to her because she kept trying to keep up with him, and he still he got younger and she got older. <laughs> the, he probably got something done with different surgeon or just a good diet. Well, I don't know. I mean, some people just have really good genes. Then he's Mediterranean. Uh, they don't age. Uh uh-uh. uh. Seriously. He aged in reverse. <laughs> Most people, you know, and when I say Mediterranean, I mean not only, you know, the Spaniards, the Greeks. These people are kind of like that for the most part. Most of them that I've known. All right. So what I'm going to do, we're going to go to, we're going to go to the break now. Because I think, okay. I think that our, our podcast inadvertently took a very sexist turn. I mean, very, very sexist. It did. Because we Do you just sat feel that way. Don't like it. We just sat here bashing all these older women for the way that they look, and then we we talk about the like, older Antonio oh. Banderas, and we're like, he's beautiful. I mean, uh, I didn't say he's beautiful, but, but he does look. You know, he have aged pretty well. I mean, we could have talked about we could have talked about Mickey Rourke. Oh well. That's um that's that's like a male Melanie Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh that's bad. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, Melanie. Oh my god. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey Rourke, Rourke Mickey Rourke looks like Mickey Rourke he, he is the only guy that I know, actor wise, that can put almost five miles of monster makeup on his face and look better. Right? That movie, when he did Sin City, all that work that they did to his face made him look so much better. <laughs> that uh, Mickey Rourke nowadays looked like he just fought through the whole Civil War on an empty stomach. Oh. Oh. And Miss B has got this, like, death stare going on here. You're just waiting for him to calm down. <laughs> she, she looked him up. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. It's okay. My uh, my wonderful partner over here. Uh, you heard that? He's having a good night. I can hear it. It sounds like it. He's having fun. He's having fun. <laughs> uh huh. He's having a great time. Uh huh. All right, we're gonna go to uh, we're gonna go to our break here. We're gonna take a quick moment to uh, let our sponsors speak for themselves, and we. We'll be right back to talk about our movie of the week. Movie of the week. <laughs> movie of the week. All right, welcome back, and thank you for sticking around past the sponsors to actually listen to the movie this podcast is about today. Uh, we are going to go ahead and discuss a Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, Danny McBride. I mean, just fucking everybody. Everyone film. in Hollywood. Well, everyone in Judd Apatow land, anyway. They had fucking yeah. Rihanna. They had, like, they had yeah. randoms. 
yep. Kevin Hart. Emma Watson. Uh, yeah, Emma there. Watson. They had a. This is a this is a full fucking cast is what this was. I mean, even Channing the Gimp Tatum <laughs> was in this. Uh, the imagery of uh, cannibal Danny McBride ass fucking Channing Tatum just disturbs me to my core. Just that whole. Well, okay. They they kind of like set you up for that at the beginning of the movie, though. I mean, I guess because right, fucking well, because fucking Seth and um James are sitting there fucking like drinking, smoking, and shit, and they're like, "Oh, we should we should remake Pineapple Two and have Danny mm-hmm. just fucking like eat me or some shit like the, the most gruesome way to go out," and then that's how he dies. Exactly, it's true. <laughs> I mean, hmm. Danny, they did say it. They set us up for it. They definitely did. They definitely did. Danny McBride's character just throughout the entire film was probably one of my favorites, though. <laughs> Super <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> I regret. I regret watching the movie sober, though. You regret watching most movies sober, though. Almost any movie that we watch is better when you're not sober. Right? That's probably what it is. Maybe I'm not the problem. But I liked it. You're not the problem. It had a a lot of everything. A lot more of everything than it needed in some cases. Like, I really (laughs) could have done without the 10-mile-long demon dong. That, yeah. the whole, the scene where fucking... The willing doubt demon? The, the, the scene where this kid's getting his fucking ass eaten out, and his dick sucked, in the bathroom fucking... Michael, Michael Sarah. Sarah. Yeah, okay, but first <laughs> of want a all, sippy? Hold on. You want a sip? That was hella considerate. Yeah. That was mad because he's over here, yeah, he, here. Hydrate. Okay. Get a sip. Let's let's uh-huh. qualify let's qualify with how, the consideration. Okay. How Hold many on. guys do you know fucking ask their girl if they want to sip while giving head? Let, let me let me finish. Uh that's you've what before and after is for though. You've gotta put it in context with the ultra creepy eye contact he was making with the other people while he was asking them if they wanted to sip. Like he was showing off. Yeah, he was just showing Well, yeah, off. obviously he was showing off. Fucking <laughs> give a million bucks to a fucking teenager and watch what they do with it. Uh, right. I mean, you want to... I mean, he's not exactly a teenager anymore, but you get what I mean. He's still got a teenager mindset. You want to create a sociopath real quick. That's a good way to do it. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> what, what, what was it? Here, smell this for me. <laughs> oh my god, I've never oh god. done this drug before. What is that guy's name? I love him. He's he was he was really great in the neighbors. Always and forever be known as McLovin. McLovin. That's it. Uh, right now, he doesn't don't, have a real name. It's McLovin. We don't care what his name is. Well, he is no, McLovin. That's not true. It's just. He was also he was also oh, Kickass, yeah. was it? I think he was the focal was point of Kickass too. Yeah, the villain. The second one, yeah. Was he in the, the first one? Was... 
Yeah, he will always be McLovin. He should probably change his stage name to McLovin. <laughs> McLovin as such and such. Anywho. Anywho. Uh, what was it? Oh, one of my favorite scenes was, uh, is always... Okay, so every time I, like, start talking about this movie, or we'll watch the movie, and then later on I'll go and, like, make a quote thinking that, you know, someone else is looking back on scenes in their brain like I am, and uh -huh. it's always, guys, something not that chill happened last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just looks, always looks at me so fucking concerned. They're like, are you okay? I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm quoting the movie. I'm like, what? Jonah Hill. <laughs> Jonah Hill. Not that too. In the video confessional me. after getting fucked right. by a demon. Right after they show the... <laughs> right? Yep. Oh, God, this is real. No, no, those were crazy. Those think, demons were something else, man. I think probably my favorite scene in the entire movie is when they're all standing outside of Emma Watson's um, room. No, he's the one that's going to rape her. No, no, if anybody's going to rape her, he's going to rape her. And she just comes out with the axe. Y'all are talking about raping me. Get the fuck out of the way. The, the conversation, you know what's crazy? The whole conversation started itself. Please, let's not give this girl rapey vibes or whatever. And, and, and she just... And everyone got offended. Yeah. I mean, everyone I'm got offended and started... Including Emma Watson. <laughs> well, well, yeah. If, if nobody else got offended, she was supposed to. Exactly. Right. But, yeah. Favorite no, I don't it's fucking like it's I don't know it's obscure I haven't seen anything like it before or after or after I want to say that I put it on par with um, Kevin Smith's Dogma <laughs> I really Probably did with, so. the comedic, I see that. with the comedic talent that was in both of those movies I feel like this movie is like the the year two thousand version of the nineties dogma movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Pretty I think accurate. That's the only thing that I could think of that was like on par with it, like star power. Fredo <laughs> just said the same thing. Dogma. It's like it's it's dogma. It is dogma. <laughs> it's it's the only movie that you can think of that would be on par star power wise with that particular yeah. movie and it's almost thematically the same yeah uh with the the exception of the fact that god or, or god is basically played by alanis morissette <laughs> uh, yes exactly. I mean, and of course the big bad villains are matt damon and uh Ben Affleck in that movie. And in this movie, it's a demon with a dong about as big as the Empire State Building. It's the apocalypse, man! No, I mean, I love, it's the apocalypse. The, the end fucking scene where... Sorry. The end scene with fucking... Uh -huh. No, no, the end scene where... What is it? Backstreet Boys? The Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah. The Backstreet Boys in Heaven. Perfect. 
No. And the guy said, what? There's weed in heaven. And right away, the, the, the joint appeared. What would have made that scene perfect? And bear with me for this one. Would have been in sync, but Justin Timberlake had gone to hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you get in sync performing, and they're all going, "Where's Justin? Where's Justin?" And Justin's like down in hell. <laughs> I want, Dude, I something want not Adam chill Sandler is happening right now. Pineapple. <laughs> Harvey Keitel with a pineapple. Yeah. I don't remember if I saw Donnie Wahlberg with the Backstreet Boys on that. Back. Donnie Wahlberg is in part of the Backstreet Boys. What group was he part of? Wasn't it? New Kids Boys? on the Block. Oh, New Kids on the Block. Way older. Way, way My older. Back. Way. Yeah, no, if you want to go with the time, you could have mistaken them for Mark Wahlberg, but Donnie Wahlberg was, like, much older. <laughs> it's true, it's true. I'm sorry, I don't get my I don't get my boy bands correct. And I just had to give away a little bit of my man card for knowing that. Okay, <laughs> I also it know is what it, it is what it is. But are you than me? I also know Joey McIntyre. There's a little bit less of my man card. Here you go. Take it away. <laughs> wow. Nah, keep going now. Just shut up and let you speak. Those are the only two Backstreet Boys I can remember. Yeah. Right. I don't remember anyone's names. No. Nope. And I had all their CDs. I can remember, Did like, you? the new kids on the block. Them. I was also in middle school, and I didn't look into anyone's names unless, like, their name was the name of the band. Like, Ava Levine! It was just her. Right? Yeah. Like, there's Tara certain Marley, people... Haley Williams, and then the rest of the guys. There's certain people that you remember, like Nick Lachey or whatever, that went on to do like other things. But most of those boy yeah. band guys just kind of blended in, you know. I don't see that leads to yeah, another question. Yeah, Backstreet Boys and In Sync all look the same to me. Well, because you had Backstreet Boys, Ninety Eight Degrees, you had In um, Sync. There was another couple of groups that like O Town, I think, was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you though, what group was Nick Lachey in? I Ninety eight degrees. Oh wow. Did they have hits and stuff? So Nick Lachey was known for ninety eight degrees, InSync was known for Justin Timberlake, and the Backstreet Boys didn't have anybody that stuck out. <laughs> the Backstreet Boys it was were... just all of the <laughs> They were just all one giant Kyle put together. <laughs> right? Just Kyle, 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 Kyle. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kyle. This is my bandmate Kyle. This is my other bandmate Kyle. And we're the Kyles. <laughs> the Kyles. Yes, the Kyles. Uh, that's another side of the apocalypse, by the way. Boy bands still exist. Uh, and now... I know. Now it's all... Uh, it's all um, K-pop. K-pop boy bands. Like, boy bands that you can't even understand 90% of the lyrics, but still very popular. I they they throw in some some random English words in there. Occasionally, sometimes. Yeah. I heard I heard one yeah. song that said five star Michelin, and then everything else I couldn't make out. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I, I yeah, I heard some songs with in the middle of all the Korean that say baby. My my sons played me quite a quite a bit of music for, by like uh, Blackpink and BTB and. I can't remember the rest of them. BTS. BTS. I don't fucking know who they are. 
<laughs> okay, I don't need to listen to them and I know who it is. Well, I don't know who it is. This is not knowledge. This is not knowledge that I... Korean... I ever want to commit to Yeah, Korean pop sensation. Korean pop sensation? Yeah, K-pop. Look, there is only so much... Lately, I don't even know about American pop sensation. There is only so much space that I have in my brain for information, and the fact that I remembered two letters is is fine. BTS. Like, like Ariana Grande is like, like pop, right? Yeah. Ari- yeah, yeah. There you go. Fucking Ariana Grande is pop. That's American pop. Well, yeah. I probably will recognize one of her songs. Ariana Grande. Uh... She has a very recognizable voice. Yeah, Ariana I never Grande. Could have them, really. It's like listening to Helium sing. <laughs> yeah. I'm just. Okay, listen, buddy. She's talented. I'm not gonna talk to her. I'll give her that. Let me. Okay, she is, but just the music pop for my taste, like Katy Perry. I think Katy Perry has the most beautiful voice, but her songs are just I don't fuck with. Katy Perry is so vanilla. Exactly, and she could sing beautifully when she wants, but then. Because he sold this vanilla, super vanilla song. She was about as vanilla as Macklemore, honestly. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I put them like in the same category. Like you could, you could do a, a Katy Perry, you know, Macklemore vanilla swirl. Let's just put them both well, on the same album. We could say Macklemore is the is the Katy Perry of rap. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe Macklemore is Katy Perry. Maybe. Who knows? Have you ever seen them in the same room together? No, I have not. That's no. the possibility then. <laughs> they might have been at a war show, but I don't watch those. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't follow either of them. The last, the last boy band I really cared for was New Edition, so that tells you how much I know about them. Very true. Very true. I'm just uh, where? How did we get into pop music? Of we're talking about like current musical trends being the apocalypse, like a sign of the apocalypse, I guess. Right, right, yeah. right. With the Bastard back, all right. back door. What? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing funnier, nothing funnier than watching Seth Rogen try to dance along with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, that, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. I would have liked Rick Robinson to try to dance along with them. Oh, you would have nailed it. Craig yeah. Robinson? Yeah. But, but he would have looked super funny, too. <laughs> I've never really seen that boy dance, like, ever. I don't think he could dance. No, neither do I. No, no. Something about the way he walks tells me he's, he has two left feet. <laughs> Even when walking? Yeah, like very ungracious, like, oh. Man, is <laughs> funny as hell, but I, I feel like... just he's a very funny guy and very talented, too. Just no, no discernible rhythm outside of his musical talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, not at all. No. You know, like you see some know. people walk, I'm, and I'm you know that. I'm not the benefit of the doubt. Eh. 
Okay, you do that. We're not going to, though. I'm not going to give him the benefit of the doubt. You can give him it. Okay. That's your okay. It's your prerogative. You give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to continue to withhold the benefit I of mean, the doubt. I mean, he's musically inclined, so you know he has rhythm. Right, but just because you can <laughs> sing doesn't and, and play instruments. Just because so. you're bigger and fucking, you act like you're unbalanced well, but, on fucking but camera. But rhythm is that you actually are. Yeah, but rhythm is not all it takes. I'm mostly mentally unbalanced. I have you no need coordination to make the moves. Too. I have the uh, I have the coordination of a drunken buffalo. You need the coordination. I know people that can play instruments that cannot dance. This is this is about as coordinated True. as I get right here. I'm sitting and I'm talking. And damn, yeah, right? <laughs> I can I can keep my lips in rhythm and I can sing on occasion. As opposed to what though? <laughs> uh, this is this is. This is my wheelhouse right here. Nothing else. Yeah. That's your cartwheel. I, I can fully, fully admit where my uh, fallback is here. I can imagine you in America has got that. What is your talent? Well, I can sit, talk, and look at people at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not a talent. Well, my wife thinks it's pretty neat. I can rub my tummy and pat my head at the same time. There you go. That's my talent. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> right? <laughs> no. I I'm so uncoordinated. I I cannot do a single goddamn thing. I can't fucking multitask ever. You're an artist. For example, my grandpa. I'm so bad at multitasking, bro. Like <laughs> recording my art while I'm doing it is next to impossible. See, my grandpa was a very big and very tall dude, and he was very light on his feet, and he could dance, and he was a very, very big guy. In the meantime, we have some people in my family that are very nice and very good shape that cannot dance to save their lives. I can't dance for shit. It's because their muscles are pulled too taut. <laughs> you need to stretch more, man. God damn it, have you ever heard of yoga? Yeah. Well, you have. I'm talking. To, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I get what you were. I get what you were getting at. Yeah. He was talking to himself. We didn't even spend 15 minutes talking about the movie this time. Just way yeah. off subject. This was a pretty okay. damn good movie too, as far as I'm. I concerned. mean, it flowed into the next conversation pretty decently. Pretty nicely. Like he just fell on that. Now, one thing I gotta say about the movie that I didn't like. Okay. It was kind of predictable that it was going to end with this messages of, you know, putting others, putting others before yourself. Putting others before yourself and all that, which is always great. I agree. Why did it have part, to be the biblical apocalypse? Like, why can't we have exactly. another zombie apocalypse? All kinds of things could have been done. Alien invasion. Aliens. aliens haven't been done in a while. That's what I thought it was when I saw the blue lights take everybody up. I thought it was an alien invasion. I would have liked to see an alien invasion. That's what I thought it was, too. Now, I'm going to tell you this. The movie, as it progressed, got funny. It got funnier. We're not going to take that from it, but it got predictable also. Well, yeah. Although the CGI was good. There's another... Oh, Special effects was crazy. There's another movie... I'm going to look it up right now while everybody else chatters around me. That I actually recommend. Yeah. 
Chatter, chatter, chatter. Chatter, chatter, chatter. Words. Chatter? Uh, chatter. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's not what we're looking for here. How about that chatter? This is what the listeners come for. Chatter, chatter, chatter. Empty chatter. This is the uh, shit they tune in for. This, yeah. Us just kind this of... Is- Quality here. content right there, you guys. This is the middle potatoes of this podcast, the chat. <laughs> Craig Robinson in Rapture Palooza. What? I didn't see it. It's uh, Craig Robinson, I believe, Anna Kendrick, and the guy that plays uh, Sweets in uh, Bones. Okay, now I need to see that. And Craig Robinson basically plays the uh, devil come to Earth during the uh, the Rapture. And is trying to take Anna Kendrick as his bride. Okay. Very good movie. I have to I mean, watch it. Honestly, one of the funnier movies I've seen with Craig Robinson in it a long time. And uh, is it Michael Ian Black? What's the guy's name? Ah, uh, he's in so many things, and I'm trying to remember his name. I can't right now. He plays a zombie in this movie. Oh, Thomas Lennon. Uh, you know, you probably know him from like uh, Kids in the Hall. He played. Uh, he was in Reno 911. Uh, the state, not kids in the hall, the state. Uh, he all he also played like the one of the lead villains in Balls of Fury, the German guy. Okay, yeah, no, I know who you're talking about. I'm looking at him. Uh, he was in that movie as like a zombie. Like okay. A, it was a really good film, honestly, and I. I I recommend it to a lot of people because it really flew under the radar. I believe it was direct-to-video. And it deserved a uh, more public release. It really did. Because Craig Robinson was absolutely fantastic in that movie. What was it called again? Uh, Rapture Palooza. Uh, Wouldn't be surprised if one of these days, Grace, you give us a movie that went direct to audio. (laughs) there's There's a couple, actually. Like... They actually did, like, uh, audiobooks that eventually ended up... Not audiobooks. Like, audio recordings of, like, old Doctor Who stuff that ended up getting um, the animated treatment. Like, they did animated movies based off of the audio that they were able to pull from the old video. Oh, wow. That, that I have to say, is what I'm currently overindulging in. I managed to get access on... Um, Amazon to all of the classic Doctor Who episodes. Mm, nice. And so I am watching Word. everything from the very beginning. Nice. Sounds like a party. Uh, I told my wife not to complain about the black and white TV because if she complained, <laughs> it, then I would go and find the, the full box set of Dark Shadows. Yep. Oh my god. Well, you gotta look at it this way. Like, Doctor Who was like an episodic TV show where they put like maybe. Uh, four episodes out a year, maybe six, right? Mm-hmm. And Dark Shadows was literally a weekly podcast. Yep. What are you doing? Yeah. That, Shadow, that Shadows was pretty crazy with Barnabas Collins. So you're talking like thousands of episodes. Oh, yeah. It was. There was a ton because they went through like what? the the Was it the early 60s to 70s? And then they had the... Uh, remake uh, in the early 80s and 90s. Yeah, they did a lot, a lot of stuff. And the box set had everything. So what are you what are you seeing for next week? 
What am I seeing for next week? Don't we discuss that off of the podcast? No, we've discussed it right here. Yeah, but you're putting me on the spot. I didn't really think of anything. I mean, it is Wednesday. <laughs> it is Wednesday, and I haven't thought of anything yet. Maybe we just why don't we just watch Rapture Palooza? Fuck it. I mean, we're talking about it. things. We're, we're, we're talking about it. We might as well watch it. Why don't you look it up? I'm gonna go look it right now. Let's see, Rapture Palooza 2013 film. Where do you watch the movie? Oh, you can watch it. Anywhere, Hulu, HBO Max, Amazon Prime. Looks like you oh, can get. Oh, okay. So you need. Never mind. You need to have HBO Max. So you need to either have the HBO premium subscription through Hulu or Amazon to be able to get it for free. So technically, I have HBO. So then you can watch it on Amazon. So then you'll be able to watch it. I will not. Let me see. And then it's like a. I mean, I'm sure I can find you guys a link somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. But, you know, I might give you computer aids. Uh, <laughs> other than that, it's like a three ninety nine rental. How much? Three ninety nine uh, on Vudu, iTunes, Amazon. I will be able to swing that. So. Let me check. Rapture Palooza. Rapture Palooza. Rapture Palooza. I want to see what the, what the hell is this? That looks like an interesting movie. Morris from America. What? It's a Craig Robinson movie called Morris from America. It's on. It's on uh, Nash, uh, National Geographic. What the fuck's wrong with me? Netflix. It's on National Geographic. It's a show about animals. It's called <laughs> Morris from America. I got a fucking problem. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. You get there, buddy? Huh? Yes, you do. You get there, buddy? I think that uh, I'm exhausted, and uh, I had a long day doing my actual 9 to 5 job, and it just dragged it out of me. <sighs> I feel like it. Yeah. I got dragged over the coals today. I really yeah. did. <laughs> so. I know. And the coals were definitely lit. <laughs> yeah, I got burn marks. I got burn marks. Don't get me. Don't even get me started. Well, I feel you. With that, you calling before, it a night. I am definitely calling it a night. Uh, with, uh, for our podcast listeners, the people that stuck with us to the very end, and uh, I'm pausing in between things because I'm in the middle of like a hiccup fit here. Uh, yeah. And I'm trying not to like let it out on the podcast, so I'm like you know swallowing the hiccups. It hurts. <laughs> Ever swallow a hiccup? Yeah, that's that's painful. Not pleasant. It's like saying, "Hey, give me acid reflux." Uh. You no. Know? On behalf of uh, everybody on the podcast, Miss B, Mister oh, Omar, all of you. Thank you for sticking through to the end of uh, this less than an hour podcast this time around. And uh, yes, we will see you this upcoming weekend, and uh, hopefully we can get back into the uh, stream of things and get our main uh, podcast distribution format to actually work for us again. Yes, and definitely. Uh, we can start yes. getting Miss B's stuff back out there too. We've been uh, neglecting Miss B's part of the world. We have, but that's that's my fault. I, I've been fucking preoccupied with everything else. You, yeah, you got a lot on your plate. You have been uber busy. <laughs> Uber busy. 
Yeah. All right. Now, stay tuned for stay tuned for an upcoming movie called Bad President. Uh, Eddie Griffith is in it, and some dude playing you know who. Some dude playing. Oh, it has to be Alec Baldwin. Please be Alec Baldwin. I was gonna Alec, say Alec, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin is the only person you oh, can get to play. What is that guy's name? Hammond, um, from SNL. Oh. Uh, I, I think so. Hammond? I think it's him. But I'll I'll send you guys the link with the trailer. He used to play. He used to okay. do the um, like back in the nineties. <laughs> Early two thousand. I posted it. I'll just stack you guys on it if I, if I did. Post. Is it Don Hammond or something like that? Back in the eighty, the the late eighties, early oh sorry, late nineties, early two thousands, he used to do the Bill Clinton impression for SNL. Ah. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. I think, I think should, it is him. Let me see. I think that he could do. He could do a pretty good Trump, and he's kind of out of shape. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> he's more out of well, shape than Alec Baldwin is. Alec Baldwin's actually in pretty good shape for his age. they got to pad him a little bit. Yeah, he is. He's, he's got an... He's it's, heavily it's padded. Looking better. <laughs> All right, uh, again, on behalf of the uh, podcast crew, uh, just fucking go to sleep, motherfuckers. <laughs>